Episode 153 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Mrs. McFavorite, Star Wars, Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Masters of the Universe. Nice. If you want to kick it with us, the place we are most active is on our Facebook group. That's over at facebook.com slash group slash open your toys. You can find all of our toy talk over there. Uh, we also have a newly redesigned open your yeah. uh, Much easier to find uh, the latest episode, the latest show notes. Also, the big thing is, and I got dinged for this. I didn't realize I couldn't do this. Um, We now have um, eBay and uh, Amazon affiliate links. So you can just uh, click on those logos and then go buy whatever you're going to buy. And the show will get a few cents, which is important because now it's costing me money above and beyond uh, my regular hosting because we have over 150 free episodes available to you. So I got emails from them saying, it looks like you're buying stuff through your own affiliate links. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, that goes against all the terms of services and shit like that. Because I guess it's pretty much a way for me to just be Uh taking 1% off or however much, a half a percent off of whatever I buy. So I cannot, unfortunately, use those affiliate links. So you please go and use our Amazon and eBay affiliates. They're at the bottom of the page on the homepage and to the right at the top on every other page. So support the show, support what you love. And I know it's a pain in the ass if people don't do it. I I barely ever did it for other shows, even though I tried. I had the best intentions, but just throwing that out there. Just trying trying to make a few pennies here and there well yeah i mean if you bookmark uh you know if you bookmark the links then Uh, you don't have to keep on coming back to the page you know so i didn't think about that anywho enough enough uh trying to get free money here if you want to subscribe to us you can do so through our rss 
feed through iTunes, through Google. You can listen to us on Stitcher Smart Radio. We post every episode we put out on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. Um, I still haven't figured out the hooking up the socials, so we post everywhere. But we do have a Twitter at Open Your Toys, Instagram at Open Your Toys, and email at team at openyourtoys.com. And then we have a voicemail that you can text. It's 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. Mrs. McFavorite, where can people find you, ma'am? Facebook at Jessica Spiller with one S. And that's it. You don't want to advertise your Instagram? Oh, and... I don't know what my Instagram is. It's been forever. It's Mrs. McFavorite, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's at Mrs. McFavorite. And you, then you don't want to get on my Twitter because I'm super political, so I'm not going to oh, put that really? one out there. Oh, I didn't realize. Crazy political. <laughs> I'm never on Twitter anymore, so I didn't realize. I'll have to check it more often. Yeah, if you go don't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't unless if you agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to Mrs. McFavorite's uh, Instagram, you can also see a picture of the McFavorite family in our costumes. Uh, Little Miss McFavorite was Mal from Descendants, and uh, Mrs. McFavorite was Evie. Is it Evie? Yeah. Evie, and then I couldn't find, and I didn't take the time to make one, uh, Descendants, so I'm a guy from The Purge, which my mask... It's <laughs> my, my, super easy. <laughs> hey, it, that, that mask took me like two hours to make, so it's, oh, okay. it's the cool mask where it has the crossed out eyes and then like oh. the stitched together lips. Yeah, that's cool. And okay. I I made it with just a plain like black mask that I took a leather punch to, and then the uh, stitching and the eyes are made with uh, glow in the dark bracelets and necklaces. So okay. at night, this was during the day, so you can't really see it. it. You can see it, but it doesn't have the cool effect that at night all you see is that mask. But I was rather proud of it even though I didn't match the family costume, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, yeah, you look super spooky. <laughs> Next to everybody else. Two Sorry, Disney characters. But your costume yeah. turned out great. It sucks that you didn't get your stuff. Until, like, she didn't get to go to the school Halloween thing because her stuff didn't come until right before Halloween, but... Your costume turned out amazing. She's like, that's going to be my costume for next year, too. <laughs> yeah. I spent enough money on it. I'm going to do it next year. <laughs> um, because it looked good. And next year, it'll look amazing. <laughs> I don't even know what you guys are talking about, but there you go. <laughs> All right, Lotus, where can people find you, sir? They can go over to YouTube and search Lotus Stark and see videos of my collection. Hell yeah, and you just posted your quarter-scale Hulkbuster, is that right? XM Studios, is that right? 
Yep. Uh, yep. I just posted that actually today, this morning. And I haven't watched it because I have 140 videos in my watch later list. But it's it's in the <laughs> queue, buddy. That's cool. <laughs> um, so quarter scale, again, remind me. You're going to have to do it every time. How how big is that? Is that two feet? Well, I mean, they, they try to get an idea. It is really hard with comic book characters and stuff. So, I mean, if it, you know, if you take a, uh, let's say you take a, a six-foot human um, you know, quarter scale would be 18 inches for a six foot human. But if okay. you take a, if you take a huge, you know, Hulkbuster armor, you know, it's kind of hard to kind of figure out what actually is quarter scale. This, uh, this piece turned out to be, uh, almost 36 inches tall. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, very, and 20, like 24 inches wide. So this was a, a very, this is a large piece, but yeah, go check out the video. Crazy, crazy. Um, Vern, unfortunately, cannot join us today. He is at a gender reveal party, which I won't even talk about what Lotus thought that meant. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He may be joining us later. We don't know. Vern Vern chimes in during the week, and then we never hear from him as as the show approaches. So who knows? Maybe... uh, well, I don't even have my phone on me, so even if he texts me, I won't know. But uh, he might be joining us later. But uh, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm at facebook.com slash openyourtoys. On Instagram, it's Slick McFavorite. At Twitter, it's Slick McFavorite. Or email slick at openyourtoys.com. All right, Mrs. McFavorite, what are you drinking down there, baby? I am drinking a Pothet Crush. Ooh, going back. Oh, it's fine. Yep, yeah. Miss McFavorite's been on a wine kick as of late. Uh, does it have any? Do you have the bottle down there with you? Does it have any cool descriptions or anything? No, it's just the highest level of alcohol, and it's good. <laughs> and it's nine dollars a bottle. Nice. No, ten dollars bottle. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what? What's what size is that though? I mean, is that like a standard wine bottle or? Yeah. It's two pints. It it's what? It's two pints. Yeah. So for the uninitiated Lotus, uh, so wine eight ounces of wine is the same as twelve ounces of beer. Or one ounce of hard liquor. So basically a wine bottle has three beers in it. Or three shots in it. However you want to look at it. Okay. And it tastes really good. Oh god. I fucking hate wine. I think she... I think she got into it just because she knew I wouldn't drink it ever. <laughs> it's like coffee. I I could be dying of thirst and I would not. Have hey, a drink we of have food I can't eat. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're uh, if you're dying of thirst, you don't want to drink coffee because coffee is a diuretic. So oh. you just you don't you don't want to have coffee if you're dying of thirst anyway. So same thing with booze and beer. That's all. It all yeah. dehydrates you more. And also, if you're uh, if you're cold, you shouldn't drink booze either. It may seem like it's warming you up, but you can act, it actually accelerates hypothermia. 
if you didn't know that. Well, I mean, isn't it a blood thinner? Yeah, exactly. So. So, on a, like, good point, it makes me feel (laughs) nice and happy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't drink, I don't drink at all. I don't drink at all, and I consider myself to be, you know, regular, I guess. Yeah, I, I was. I mean, you know, I'm not the most happy person, I guess, but I'm regular. But you're regular? Fiber doesn't help that. Oh. <laughs> I thought she was going to be making a, a poop joke. I which, did uh, make a poop joke. Which uh, lots of poop, lots of poop on this show with all the the turd party news, yeah. everything that rock is is stands for here. Yeah, we ad- we added a new segment to the show. So after uh, third party, we're gonna have third party news segment as well. <laughs> um, so what I am drinking is a Al- Arnold Palmer Spite. So if you're unfamiliar with what an Al- Arnold Palmer is, it's a half and half iced tea and lemonade. So, yeah, I drink those. Oh God, I love them. They're probably. I mean, I I drink I drink the ones that are you know, they're like 70, 70, 79 cents. Yeah, yeah, they're like seventy nine cents, and they're they're lemonade and, and iced tea. Yeah, and I don't mind those. They're just super fakey tasting, um, but so is this. So I'm 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 not one to say anything. Um, but this is crazy because. Uh, so the ones you drink and the one I know you're talking about are, are actual Arnold Palmer, uh, brand. And so is this, that's, what's crazy is this is, this is, uh, it's literally got his little umbrella, like on the non alcoholic ones, Mm -hmm. but it's spiked. Um, and no real, uh, no real description. It says, uh, real juice, select teas. It's a uh, 5% by volume, uh, malt beverage with natural flavors, but it's, uh, yeah, it's not as good as the, uh, twisted teas that Mrs. McFavorite and I, uh, used to drink quite often, but it was a new one. So I had to try it. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into toy news. First up, Luca Comics and Games Cons reveals. And well, I that's, guess, not, uh, that's not toy news, it's actually con news. Oh, I thought I said con news. Did I say toy news? Yeah. All right, you'll have to rewind that to make sure. <laughs> Professional sound effects. <laughs> Uh, first up for the Black Series six inch, we're gonna be getting a Mace Windu, and looking c- pretty cool here. So his uh, Jedi attire looks like it's sculpted, uh, but we're gonna get a soft goods cloak on him. So it's always interesting to see how these will turn out. But uh, they've been doing really good, especially in their six inch line with their soft goods stuff. So I know many people are very excited about this. The uh, facial likeness is really good, in my opinion. Yeah, actually it is. It is very, very good. And then the other one that was kind of a... Is we get a Poe Dameron. 
which we know Rock is a big Poe Dameron fan, but uh, this is the it's a repack of the Walmart exclusive Black Series one that clearanced in a ton of places. So this is going to be put on a vintage card back, which if people don't know, I'm not a fan of vintage card backs that aren't vintage, that are new movies, but I know some people dig that. So rock this one's for you. Also at this one, uh, and I didn't post it on here. I thought it was old news. And then I, and then I watched, a. Uh, YouTube video today, and I guess it was new. Uh, we also got some Transformers uh, War for Cybertron Siege news that we are getting a Prowl. Um, and sorry, there's no pictures to look at, but the Prowl, it's yeah, it's kind of the 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 car is interesting. It looks more like a like a futuristic earth car then it looks like a cybertronian car and then he's police which does cybertron have police you know like i have a kind of a hard time with that one um but the reveal that i did like is they did reveal a six gun so a uh, a companion to your Titan Metroplex that actually will break up into six guns. So I thought that was kind of cool. Cool. Um, let's see. And then the other big con news for the last couple weeks is TF Con is coming to the West Coast. That's right. Uh, they'll be on the left coast in March, which is kind of crazy that it's going to be less than uh, uh, less than six months from the one in Chicago. Um, already hearing from a lot of the East Coast people that they will not be making it to this one. Uh, but I find this really interesting. It's cool that they're finally trying to spread it around a little bit. Um, it's coming to uh, Los Angeles Marriott Burbank Airport, so it's not like you'll have to, you know, drive 60 miles or anything like that to get to it. Uh, looks like you'll be able to fly into the Burbank Airport and stay right there. Um, yeah, uh, very cool. Maybe if I have a job by then, since I haven't gone to a con in a year and a half now. Uh, that might be something I'd be down for. It's a it's a breezy fifteen hour drive from where I'm at. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, but it's one I like to make. You go through Vegas. Uh, uh, Miss McFavor and I have some of our favorite restaurants that we like to stop in. There's an amazing hole in the wall Greek joint on the way, as well as a couple fast food places that are only available uh, outside of Colorado. So, very cool. Um, I'd be curious to see what kind of rock present presence there is because i know at all the east coast once the realm of collectors have a huge presence i i'm curious to see if they'll have a large presence at this one as well yeah i i kind of i kind of doubt it you know just because everyone from the rock is basically from the east coast so do you think and see and i'm just not close enough to them to to know that or not yeah yeah the majority of i mean the core the core group of of realm folks are are basically all east coast 
So if it worked out, Mrs. McFavorite, would this be something you'd be interested in? Go out to L.A.? Um, yeah, if we could fly. I hate driving. Oh, are you done with the the 16 hours? Absolutely. <laughs> I'll drive. Or I'll fly. I hate driving. <laughs> Especially getting stuck in Utah because I didn't believe the gas sign. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, done with driving. It's probably it's probably actually a lot cheaper. You know the way flights are these days. If you schedule ahead of time, you know flights are are really cheap these days. So compared to gas, you know, it's yeah. so cute. He comes in with the like the voice of reason, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna fucking drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miss McFavorite, and you know, to her credit, uh, is definitely she doesn't enjoy napping in the car or sleeping in the I car. I hate road trips. They're <laughs> awful. Really? Okay. I hate I, them. I'm too I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> and, and for some reason, ev- like everything just explodes in the car. And then it feels like we're just in a car full of fucking, we're in like a ball pit is what it feels like. <laughs> Yeah, oh, this shit. is this it's is terrible. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> this is something we've talked about before is uh at home like I cannot relax if things aren't picked up. Like our house is not immaculate, you know, like we don't we don't steam our curtains or you know, like steam the floors every week, but like I need the house to be picked up to be able to relax. When I'm on vacation, I'm like, fuck that. Like, shit can be everywhere. And Mrs. McFavorite's so, like the exact opposite. Like, she needs... I'll put, the, I'll put the cake on the icing. <laughs> or icing on the cake right now. Is uh, I did not go to see um, Star Wars Boy. The creator of Star Wars. George Lucas. I, yeah, that guy. Um, <laughs> we were in Florida for celebration. Was it five? Yeah. I couldn't handle it. I was just like, nope, I can't do it. And I spent the morning cleaning the hotel room and it was amazing. <laughs> and everybody's like, what's wrong with you? You didn't see George Lucas. And I was like, but my hotel room is clean. <laughs> I thought they're supposed to do that for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. They don't. They, they don't, don't pick touch. your shit up. Yeah, yeah, they don't pick your shit oh, up. Oh, right. Not, I mean, they, unless they throw if off you're garbage. staying at like, unless if you're staying at like a thousand dollar a night hotel, we stayed at like a on a discount. <laughs> Forty-five dollar a night. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the Hampton Inn. It wasn't bad, but <laughs> no, it, we we stayed at. Uh, was it a Hampton? Yeah. Or was it part of the? No, it was a Hampton. It was Remember? a Hampton. Yeah, we recorded. We stayed at a Hampton, which is a nice. It's nice, but no, they don't. They don't pick your shit up. Yeah, they're actually not. <laughs> Unless if to you stay stuff. at a place that's a thousand dollars a night then they're like we'll clean everything (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, let's go ahead and get into toy news. Uh, the Chinese Black Friday, which was today, uh, break down that fourth wall, uh, November 11th, there was a promotion to get a sword for the power of the Prime's Predaking. And I'm digging on this sword, um, but it was a Chinese exclusive. It's called Singles Day. Um, and uh, what's crazy is I was listening to an NPR cast today, and the uh, Alibaba, uh, the Amazon of China, in the first hour of sales today, they sold $10 billion worth of products. But that's not real. That's not our dollars. That's 10 billion wackadoodles or whatever they use, right? I, it's it, it's they, won. No, they 10, said, 10, 10 billion won, right? No, they said dollars. They said Man. $10 billion in sales. Really? In wow. the first hour. That's like a gazillion luan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that doesn't even make sense. No. Well, let's see here. We'll, uh, this, we'll... this toy here is 1,259 Luan. No. Hey, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. I'm just going based off of NPR. Let's see. Ali, you got to realize that there's not a lot of, uh, options for shopping. Here, okay. Alibaba yeah. Singles Day. So you're saying that they do that every day? That's their sales? No. I don't know. No, today is their Black Friday. Okay. That's it. Okay. Here, 2018, record sales on largest shopping event day. Uh, today they sold $30.8 billion in, tw in a 24-hour period. It says dollars, not Luan. Not Luan. Dollars. Hmm. It says Singles Day got off to a strong start with sales hitting $1 billion in 1 minute and 25 seconds. Isn't that in fucking sane? That is so insane. Anyways, all right. Uh, now that I'm done. Uh, talking about that, uh, the sword is cool. I like the sword. Um, people are complaining, oh, we should have got this with Predaking, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Everybody's always going to complain about shit. Yep. It's Transformers Collector. <clears throat> yeah. And I don't even know. It doesn't even give... Does it give details on how to get this? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you just had to order it on Alibaba. Oh, you had to order the Predaking? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this, okay. This morning, yeah. Oh, pre-order Predaking from the site. Yeah. Huh. So that's cool. Um, next up, a uh, new Power of the Primes. So this is, uh, I think this is rumored to be uh, Takara Tomy, right? Mm, Have you no, heard of this? No, it should it should just be a regular release. It it's just a regular release, right? Yeah, it it's just not says, it's not a it's not a, a legends, you know. Yeah, it just says it just says a new pre-order on Midtown Comics. So, a red swoop 
if you're a if you're a toy guy, and then uh, Ricochet. So that's got to be uh, a uh, jazz repaint, obviously. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're a hankering for a toy swoop, or you got to have a Ricochet in that Power of the Primes uh, jazz mold, looks like that might be coming. Um, this I'm really digging actually um this is a g-shock transformers crossover master optimus prime resonant mode uh watch so this is uh uh and i haven't ever heard i'm not a watch guy um i don't yeah, know casio casio g-shock has been around for for a long time people actually collect them it's kind of like you know it's like if you want a, the equivalent to Swatch, you know, kind of thing. It has a cult following. Uh, oh, does it? Interesting. So this the G-Shock line has just been around for years. It's probably, you know, 25 years old. So, yeah. So this is kind of dope. It's uh, So the Prime transforms into... There's a pedestal mode, which displays the watch in this very uh, futuristic kind of sci-fi pedestal, but then the pedestal will transform into a prime, and the watch is the chest. So, that's kind of dope. I, I dig it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting. I kind of like the little matrix that it comes with. I think that's kind of cool. So it looks like you have like an overlay of a uh, ma- matrix that you can kind of clip on. So I think that's kind of cool. That is cool. Or I wonder if if you're wearing the watch, that matrix. Oh yeah, that it kind of looks like that might be the case, don't you think? Like if you're wearing the watch, you can put the matrix in the chest. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's but that's what I was saying is I I think that would clip on over the red body of the actual watch, and then maybe you can just kind of close it, and then if you wanted to open it, you would just you know open it, and you would reveal your watch. Awesome. Yeah, I think this is dope. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see here. Any pricing? No, no pricing. Yeah, I didn't even see the cash. So part. do you remember, so if you scroll all the way to the bottom, uh, you can see the uh, the actual you know time and everything and that, that blue background. So mm-hmm. do you remember when Indiglo first came out? So this technology here of uh, basically an LCD uh, watch running with that, uh, they, they call it Indiglo background. Do you remember that when that originally came out? I mean, literally, we're talking like 20 years ago. Yeah, I don't I don't remember specifics, but I can now that so, you mentioned that term, I'm like, oh yeah, Indiglo. Yeah, so up to that up to that point, all we had for a backlight was literally just like a like a yellowish light. Yeah, that shined in from the side. Yeah, exactly. And then this new tech new technology called Indiglo <laughs> came up and it was like, Oh my goodness, I've got an Indiglo watch. So I just thought that was funny. <laughs> that is kinda cool. Do you ever have an Indiglo watch? Mrs. McFavorite? I mean, I think most of the, like, Timex and, you know, all those, I don't know who originated it, but I think uh, I remember getting a Timex when I was younger and it had Indiglow, and I thought that was so cool. Yeah, I had one for sure. No, I did not have an Indiglow watch. No. Did you ever have a Swatch? 
No, I wanted one because when I was swimming, all of my awesome swim teachers had them, and my parents wouldn't do it. <laughs> some some of those swatches are really worth a lot of money now. So I mean, there's because they were remember that was all like artsy thing, you know, where there was all different types of bands, and each swatch was like a limited edition. That was oh, like a big yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize they were limited edition. I was never. I had one, um, and I feel awful, but I I stole it from somebody because oh my I was, goodness, you I stole know. from that swim, stole it from a swim teacher. <laughs> no, <laughs> I feel awful. I did some awful things as a kid because I didn't have any money for we could never afford a swatch. Uh, yeah, so the only one I so ever had, let's I not stole. continue that karma through our kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kid. <laughs> Oh, is there something you want to talk about? No. Absolutely not. (laughs) Is this a reveal? Singular. Nope. Singular. (laughs) One and done. I wasn't on the show last time that you guys revealed, so okay, is this something? (laughs) No, it's shut down. All right, so where are we here? We're at uh, Super 7 Q&A. All right. Uh, So, again, a whole bunch of nothing news here, but we'll go through them real quick. Uh, First first question is really interesting. Uh, If a trade tariff were to be put on action figures, would that affect the pre-orders that have already been paid for? And... Sorry, I just, I have to fucking laugh at that shit. Uh, They just said, we're really not sure. This is the first time we've ever done this. We're hoping that everything will be uh, continuous business as usual. I mean, truthfully, if they didn't pay in full, then technically whatever is left over, you know, whatever the balance is, yeah, you'd have to pay taxes on it. I mean, it's that simple, you know? But if you had, if you paid for something before, the the new tariff went into place, then obviously that's clear. But anything after, I mean, come on, these are simple, simple questions, folks. Yeah, and they could they could literally say, "Hey, we're going to have to pass this charge along to you," and you just say, "Fuck no, I'm not going to pay another fucking twelve fifty for these figures or whatever they want to charge," and then they'll be stuck with fifty dollar action figures. You but know? the reality is, collectors. Just yeah. hey, that's the reality, and they yeah. know it. That's true. That's true. Um, it says, "Hey, you surprised us with new Netflix DreamWorks Shira's exclusives at New York Comic Con. Are you planning an extensive line for the show? If so, how will these six-inch figures be made available in the future?" And uh, so we talked about those on a on a previous show. They are absolutely awful and not as expensive as we thought, but still pretty bad action figures. And they said it was a one-time release to help our friends at Netflix and DreamWorks promote the launch of the animated series. Uh, We'll see if anything further develops. So basically, we'll see how popular it is. That premieres next week. So again, especially if you're a Netflix subscriber, shit, just even if you don't want to watch it, put it on and fall asleep. You know, and just show your support. Um, it's awesome that we're getting new Masters of the Universe media um, because with new media comes new toys. Uh, 
It says, we, uh, when might we see the reveal of the next wave of Motu Collector's Choice figures? Uh, so these are the standard classics figures, i.e. non-filmation. It says, it's, uh, we're finalizing the sculpts now with the Mighty Four Horsemen. Look for a reveal in late 2018, early 2019. So that's literally saying it might be five months before we see the next wave of uh, Classics figures, which is fine by me. Put off any money spending as long as we can. Uh, it says, is it possible that we might get a Kickstarter for a full set of Masters of the Universe Classics new adventure figures to finish out the remaining figures from the vintage toy line? And this is just... Yeah, can we get the most obscure figures in the world as a Kickstarter um, currently we have quite a few releases on our schedule leading into 2019. We are focused on keeping those on schedule so we don't have any new adventures plans at the moment. Um, in a previous Q&A, they said they weren't going to be doing any 2000X variants. Uh, but this person asked, can we at least get head packs like Mattel did? And they, again, say... Because they're focusing on all their other releases, this isn't possible at the moment. What people got to realize is this is a tiny company. Even though Mattel, their master's group, was a small group, it was still part of a larger company, and they could kind of pull in resources sometimes as they needed. Super 7 is tiny. Tiny. So yeah, you're not getting you're not going to get any surprises here, you know, that kind of stuff. I guess I guess those Shira figures were kind of a surprise, but yeah. Unfortunately, every product we see is what we're getting. I I can't imagine them doing any like, "Whoa, hey, here's a whole new line of figures or anything like Mattel has done a couple times." Yeah. Uh, let's see, Siege Leader Picks. Uh, so super excited about this. I had, I guess I did not realize that that, uh, that that, uh, Shockwave was a leader, and it's quite a small leader at that. You can kind of see where it shows up in the box, compared yeah. to if you scroll down and look at Ultra Magnus, granted, with all his armor. But, uh, yeah, that is a I, tiny leader figure. I wonder if they are maybe making a play to say, you know, this is leader class, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the, the figure is going to be uh, the a size of a what was traditionally a leader. I wonder if they're flipping the script on us a little bit here. Yeah, because he comes with... All these accessories to make yeah. So I wonder if like leader surfboard yeah. and shit like that. So yeah. what if leader class is actually gonna be a class to have maybe extra you know extra accessories and you know stuff like that? Yeah, I mean I think it's fine. I mean if that's what people to me this is no better or no. Well, I guess it it's a little bit better because it has the tube. You know, I mean, so. it's got the tube. It looks like freaking shockwave. I mean, yeah. you know, it, I don't know about the the little sled and stuff, but for the figure itself, it looks like shockwave. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, I'm happy with the little 
$15 one from Walgreens. You know, it doesn't have a tube, but yeah, the, the, the shockwave is an easy pass, but again, that, that, uh, Magnus is probably my favorite figure of the line. Like it just looks absolutely amazing to me. I, I'm really not digging the wash on them. I mean, I know they're trying to make them look dirty, and it's also a super crazy hollow. Like, I mean, there's yeah. just waffling everywhere mm-hmm. on this thing. But, but I mean, on the plus side, it looks like they have some some nice uh, silver paint details, like on his thighs. Uh, looks like his belt. So it looks like they do have some really nice paint applications on this uh, on Ultra Magnus. Yeah, and in that way, I think they're listening to collectors. You know, collectors do want to see more paint. Um, all right, Mrs. McFavorite, we've got something for you to chime in on. Uh, when you click that article, go to the click-through, and it'll take you to... And and I didn't even mention this again. The show notes are at the top of the page at OpenYourToys.com. You can get links to everything we're talking about here. So this is a Hot Toys. So this is a 1-6 scale. So this is a 12-inch scale. Now, again, that doesn't mean... Give me a second. Where are we at? Uh, we're at uh, Toy News and Hot Toys R2-D2. So this thing is pretty crazy, especially when you look at, like, all of the gadgets, the exploded version of all the gadgets. Uh, so this is a potentially 250 to $300 uh, 6-inch figure, I would say, if it's one six scale. So this will be about 6 inches tall. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's going to be... It's going to be six inches tall, but it's yeah. going to be, it's, it's going to have the girth. It's going to have the girth of a, <laughs> you know, it's not going to be a yeah. twig. It's going to be exactly. girthy. Okay. So the picture it took me to was R2-D2's head with something sticking out from the sand. Yeah. So click on that and that'll take you to Facebook to see all the pictures of this, this guy. So this is a ultra high end collectible. I was going to be like a hundred and what for no, that? This no, will be like three hundred. Yeah, two hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars. Well, I mean, it's it's a thing of us that I that's my jam, but not the dollars is not my jam. Oh, so it's cute. got a uh, it's got a light up feature, and then well, it looks like it comes with a little. It's just a little figure. You yeah. can see the, <clears throat> and it's just the way they photographed it to make it look so good, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, if you're it's an R- cool. Yeah, if you're an R two fan, this is the ultimate R two. If you have unlimited funds, that sounds you know. great. Yeah. Well, if you're an R two builder, right? Like you already spent five thousand dollars to make a a full size R two. Why not have the perfect scaled replica of it? I literally didn't realize so much shit came out of R two. <laughs> That's kind of surprising to me. Uh, but... 
<laughs> so, if you're an R2 fan, your dream has arrived. <coughs> uh, let's it's see. Cool. It is cool. Yeah, like you say, if you've got if you got a spare three three hundy lying around, that's that's the guy for you. I mean, here here's here's the truth, <laughs> guys. Uh, there's uh, one six collecting, like uh, the one six collectors uh, group on Facebook, has thirty thousand members. Uh, this stuff so just sells. Three hundred dollars is not a big deal if you're collecting yeah. hot toys. Yeah. So those folks got a couple hundred, but not necessarily. It could just mean they're all in debt. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna uh, suck. Oh yeah, credit cards. <clears throat> yep. I mean, it is it is something that maybe we can talk about on another show. You know, just uh, the uh, you know the, the pressure of of social media and you know uh, you know trying to some keep up. trying to keep up. You can't you can't necessarily you know afford this stuff, but you know you you want it because everyone's talking about it, and uh, you know I think that'd be a good show. Hells yeah. Um, let's see. So this is the first time we've really talked about these. Uh, these are the bot bots, a new line from transformers, uh, blind bag as it looks that it looks like they are. Um, and the one thing I'm not getting here, um, uh, let's see, blah, 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 blah. So these do transform then. I guess I didn't think they transformed. I thought, I guess they do. I mean, it looks, unless, I mean, you're not getting two in a pack, right? That you're well, just getting one? And I guess originally what I thought, when I, what I thought when I saw these was you might get one in their bot mode and one in their alt mode, you know, kind of thing. So not only was there 24 of them, you had to collect 48 of them if you wanted them in their different modes mm. but these definitely look like they transform uh, which makes them quite a bit more interesting uh, there's some cute ones like I love the corn dog even though you don't put ketchup on a corn dog you put mustard on a corn dog I guess that's my opinion uh, yeah I mean you've got scissors you got the little camera guy the drink guy these remind me a lot of the uh, McDonald's you know especially the food ones like the french fries and shit like that remind me a lot of the McDonald's food transformers mm-hmm. uh, so a little bit more interesting than I thought they were originally if they I think you I think you may be right I don't think these transform I don't know though I mean I it's so weird. These images of the boxer. I mean, it's talking about it's talking about seeing the modes for the first time, both of them. I mean, I would imagine. Well, I don't know. They're just, they just look so tiny. Even those McDonald's transformers, you know, they were yeah, still they sizable. Were like, yeah, they were like two and a half, three, two and a half inches. Almost. These look yeah. like little mini erasers to me. Exactly. So yeah, I'd be curious, huh? And again, I haven't, we haven't, I haven't paid these any attention until I saw, oh, there's multiple modes, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, they could easily just be made to look like they transform and they don't actually, yeah, 
I'm kind of looking at him like, how would you pull those little feet out of him and mm-hmm. shit like that without breaking stuff? But I mean, there's some cool ones, especially if you're like a camera. There's a camera case and then a camera, you know, and shit like that. So it might be interesting if if you're, you know, I'm a big corn dog guy, so I'll wait for the mustard variant of that corn dog guy and maybe pick <laughs> him. <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, and we saved the biggest, eh, or the best for last here, uh, possible Black Series 6-inch X-Wing Starfighter coming. Uh, kind of interesting, this was, oh, interesting. Whatever the whatever the uh, teaser post was has been removed off of Instagram. Uh, Hasbro Steve Ez- Evans, oh, he teased something on his recent Instagram post. They must have made him take it down. Uh, so yeah, we've gotten a, a six-inch Tie Fighter, which uh, Hasbro says was very immensely. Uh, popular, but of course we've all seen it clearanced in multiple places. This was originally 180 bucks and saw it clearanced as low as $60 in some places. Basically the size of a end table for a living room. Uh, so if we got a matching X-Wing, it'd be very, very impressive. <laughs> Excuse me. Again, the uh, the TIE Fighter we got was actually a sequel trilogy TIE Fighter. This is posting an original trilogy X-Wing, so I don't know if that would if that would uh, tie some people up pardon the pun uh, of buying this when they wouldn't really go together if you're a canon fascist or something. Mm -hmm. So. But... Um, all right, that's it for toy news. Um, we're about an hour in, and we're only supposed to be 40 minutes in, so not doing great on time here. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and take a break here, and we will be back with third party news. Peace. Peace. She not going to unmute for that? No. <laughs> Mrs. Asleep. McFavorite. Now for a quick escape on a speeder bike. You won't get away with this, Han Solo. New speeder bike with automatic speed flaps. Action figures each sold separately. Meow. I've got you now. Bad chance. Bicycle's got your base. I'm in hot pursuit and gaining. <laughs> Watch this. Open speed flaps and mirror. I'm going to crash. Biker Scout, you're not all your cracked up to be. New speeder bike. Action figures sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi collection. All right, guys. Welcome back. Looks like we've uh, lost Mrs. McFavorite to the powers that be. So it'll just be Lotus and I from here on out. Uh, getting into third-party news. Uh, first up, Age of Extinction. I love that they call it a life-size sword. When it is definitely not. (laughs) No. Nope. But measuring 1.5 meters in length and about 10 pounds, which is 
incredibly heavy. Uh, it's, uh, it's made of a statue-grade material, which is resin, I would assume. Well, I mean, there's there's different types. I mean, it could be resin or it could be, um, you know, like a cold cast porcelain. It could be... You know, there's there's definitely different types of, uh, of materials that are that are used. Polystone is very very familiar uh, oh, to like most sure. most most sideshow statues are what they call polystone, which is basically just plastic and resin kind of mixed together, and it kind of looks like cement. But interesting. You know, yeah. Uh, let's see. It, it says it's a statue level painting, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it does. Again, I guess it's one of those, uh, centerpiece things, right? Like, I mm, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess, you know, maybe, you know, I mean, even if you're just a sword collector, you know, yeah, and yeah, in the middle of your true. sword collector, you know, you got all the swords on the wall and you have this there as well. You yeah. know, who knows? Uh, it's going to be limited to only a hundred pieces, which is a super low run, uh, mm-hmm. approximately 160 bucks for this bad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I guess if you're a huge movie fan, it's a draw, but yeah, easy pass. This is, uh, from toy world. So kind of cool to see those third parties, uh, branching out into different, different things. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, spurred by uh, uh, Rock here, we, we've added a new segment, and who knows how long it'll last for, but uh, after third party, we got third party news. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, I've, I've linked to an update from Rock here. He's, he's been great about taking some videos as him and his family are, are shopping at Target pointing out some new uh, turd-party toys. And then uh, what what really gave me the impetus to do this is uh, Joe also posted an, uh, a turd-party update as well. And uh looks like his daughters are absolutely loving feces-based toys. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And my my daughter digs it. She she thinks it's funny when she especially loves like the rainbow. I mean, it, it, the stuff she likes is the poop emoji stuff. You know, not necessarily right. toys or anything, but just anytime she sees the poop emoji, and especially when it's rainbow colored, she always likes to point it out to me. But uh, if you're part of the Facebook group, please go to the show notes, look at Turd Party, and you can look at some hilarious updates from the uh, from the Open Your Toys Facebook group on there. So big up to Rock and Joe for posting some some of the most funny things that have been posted to the group in a while. Uh, getting into store report, uh, Ollie's is finally getting its $200 million worth of true stock. Uh, mm-hmm. Not a lot of interest here for, I would say, adult collectors. 
one of the highlights was if you're a Star Wars collector, the Black Series ATST, which is the uh, dirty painted version of it. So the Return of the Jedi version is only 10 bucks. This was a $60 toy at one point. Uh, even without the figure, it was a $40 toy as a Walmart exclusive a couple years ago. It's an amazing mold. So if you've got an Ollie's by you, definitely 10 bucks with a super articulated figure included, even if it's kind of a military officer, you know, trooper kind of esque figure. Great just to buy it and play with it and then give to your nephew or or your niece, or whatever. Uh, but yeah, nothing nothing like amazing showing up. A lot of 10-inch Star Wars figures have been showing up, stuff like that. Uh, but uh, we had recently talked about uh, Jeffrey's toy box that showed up at a, <laughs> a, toy, a toy industry event. And I just ranted. I was just like, oh, bullshit. See, they just close down a store and lay everybody <laughs> off. And now they're going to open a new store, and, you know, yeah. wipe out their debt and make the American taxpayers pay for it. And uh, and Lotus, you said you, you found out what Jeffrey's toy box actually is, right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So it turns out Jeffrey's toy box is actually a cardboard box <laughs> it's literally a cardboard end cap style box like if you go to walmart and you're looking at the end caps and sometimes they'll have like a jurassic park end cap or you know maybe a you know transformers end cap and you'll have a whole bunch of figures on that end cap well that's what it is the end cap actually says jeffrey's toy box with jeffrey popping out of a little box uh, and that's it. It's a cardboard stand-up, essentially. Yeah, and that's crazy. So now, have you seen like what's actually in this? Like, so I'm it... looking. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture here. I just basically just googled it here, and uh, so I mean, it looks like these are showing up in Kroger stores. So if you have Krogers, you may come across one of these, but. I mean, I'm just seeing, like, pails of army men, uh, generic dolls. Um, there's not a whole lot of pictures here, but what I'm looking at here looks like just uh, buckets of generic figures or something. It, it just looks like, you know, 999, a pail of something, and then another 999, a pail, a bucket of something, and then 3999, some generic dolls. Like, I mean, this looks... This looks like junk to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm Googling this now and seeing what you're talking about. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean... Let's see. We are thrilled to partner with Kroger to bring a curated collection of product from our beloved portfolio of brands to American consumers this holiday. And this is the vice president of Jeffrey's Toy Box. Oh, God. What a fucking... Yeah. The, uh, let's not even get me started here. But, yeah, it looks like uh, it's just basically some toys, you know, displayed. Oh, I see what you're saying here. The little pails. Like yeah, the little I don't even know what that containers. is. 
Yeah, yeah, just well the the army stuff looks like True Legends, which was a which was a Toys R Us brand that yeah. was, you know, kind of knockoff GI Joes. But these aren't even that. These are like you say, little plastic army men and stuff. Yeah, yeah. What a fucking oh god! Don't even yep. get me started. And then the thing that drives me absolutely insane is like. Toys R Us in Canada is just going batshit crazy and getting tons of exclusives. Like, uh, the, uh, what is it? It used to be Transformers and beers, but now it's, uh, Transformers and video games or something. It, it's still, yeah, it's still Transformers and beer. Uh, that's the podcast. And then, uh, M is one of the hosts of that show and he has his own channel uh, called Transformers and Video Games, and he'll he'll do random toy runs, you know, at uh, at Toys R Us in Canada, and then his co-host Joe will also do that um, sometimes as well. Yeah, and I'm just insanely jealous. It's just like it, it's just like the bankruptcy never happened up there. You know? Well, I mean, yeah. but that's the thing. But that's the thing is, you know, who knows? The yeah. Canadian stores could be bleeding money as well, and you know, it may just close for them as well. I mean, they're yeah. the only ones left, so they have to keep that train going. Exactly. That's exactly right. Ay, 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 ay. Don't get me started. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, well, I dropped, I jumped way ahead. Wrong section here. Yeah, this was the Transformers Siege. Yeah, so Siege looks like to be hitting U.S. retail. Uh, these were found in uh, these were found in uh, Target. Uh, where does it say in Virginia? So, uh, Mister uh, Vern over there might be seeing these. So. Uh, get the sky tread that a lot of people are interested in. We've got the Optimus, the Megatron, and they do look amazing in those boxes, man. I, I gotta say, like, I really do like that format. The Hound, the Sideswipe, uh, looking, looking really good. And, and I, and I dig how it's got the Takara Tomy logo right up there at the top. So yep. really showing how they're sharing these releases. Um, let's see. Where's our U.S. mass retail sightings? Oh. Uh, so they're complaining that the uh, Optimal Optimus hasn't been found in stores, but this is obviously an older story because Optimus Optimal is now showing up in stores as well. So keep your eye out. The new stuff is hitting. It, it was slated for a November release, so hopefully we'll see a large-scale release of those before the holidays, especially in time for all those great holiday sales. You know, that's my big thing. As far as Target having the extra store shelves, I'm not seeing it, at least I at my Target. Yeah, so. I haven't seen it either. We talked about <laughs> that big sale the last time where you had the toy book, 10% or... Uh, $10 gift card, then you had the 25% off of one item. I took advantage of that to buy a lot of old shit that I had already bought to return for for the sale price, which is awful of me, but hey, that's, that's what I'm doing <laughs> nowadays. Um, but yeah, I'm right there with you. I have not seen one extra shelf 
that yeah. you don't normally see. You always see a, a an extra aisle or so of the large Christmas toys and stuff, but I have not seen one fucking hint of this of this two hundred and fifty eight thousand extra square feet across five hundred stores. You know. Yeah. So. Um, lastly, in a store report, we get uh, how retail works. And I thought this was a really interesting article. I, I There was a lot of things, like I, I try to keep in the know about the industry side of things. And there was a lot of stuff in this article that I didn't realize. All the all the various fees that uh, manufacturers like Hasbro and Mattel and, and even smaller companies like Jack's Pacifics or Playmates, uh, what they go through to get their stuff on a shelf in Walmart or Target and that kind of thing. And just tons and tons of fees across this. Fees to for shelf space, fees for not delivering stuff on time or delivering too much stuff or delivering too little stuff. Uh, uh, one thing I really found interesting was the uh, price as they price things. Like when things first hit the shelf and you see like Oh, they're twenty dollars when they hit the shelf at first, and then two months later they're fifteen dollars. Like mm -hmm. that's completely planned. Like the right. fifteen dollar price is the normal price. Right. Yeah. It, it's just all psychology. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And the people that couldn't wait are actually paying, you know, the higher price as well as uh, and and we've talked about this before as uh, loss leaders and stuff. Things that get you into the store so you buy bread and milk and uh you know christmas ornaments or whatever just because you heard that there were cheap toys there that kind of thing but uh it it's a it's a relatively quick read maybe five ten minutes at the most uh, so if you're interested in kind of how this all works and you're wondering, like, how do they make money when stuff you're interested gets clearanced three months later? Take a look at this. This is how these companies make money. There is even one quote that said something like 15 to 20 percent of Walmart's revenue is based on these fees. It's not mm -hmm. even based on selling shit. It's right. all just yep. based on these fees. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, all right. Next up, online. Got quite a few things hitting online. Uh, the Vintage Collection Imperial Assault Tank. So this is the thing that only a few people have seen in stores. Uh, it's been kind of relegated to Amazon. Uh, this was an $80 vehicle in vintage packaging. Again, it's not a vintage vehicle, so that kind of drives me a little insane, but whatever. Uh, $80 vehicle, they dropped it to $48.50 on a one-day sale, a deal of the day at Amazon. Um, I didn't jump on it, especially right before you know the holiday shopping season. To me, this is going to be even lower. Like, I can't imagine that they don't offer it lower on a Black Friday deal or somewhere uh, in the next uh, month or so. So I, I had the restraint. 
I, I really wanted to do it, um, but a few people around me uh, on uh, local Colorado Facebook groups have reported receiving theirs. They got it in good condition, and uh, good for them. Uh, but uh, this was only forty-eight fifty with free. Uh, oh wow, this was even free day, sh- free same day shipping where available. So Amazon, uh, Amazon is kind of doing the same thing that everyone else is doing. Um, they're offering free shipping with, they drop the, you know how normally you had to have, if you don't have prime, you have to spend 35 or something like that. So they, for the holidays, they just basically, they're offering free shipping now to anyone, even if you don't have prime and there's no limits anymore. So you can just basically order whatever you want. Yeah. And that's like you say, same thing with target, that kind of thing. Um, little Miss McFavor would like to say hello. hello. Oh, okay. <laughs> hello. I said hello. <laughs> hello. What's going on, baby? I'm getting scared. You're getting scared about what? Oh my gosh, that was scary. Why don't you go watch your movie that we got for you? Would you like to do that? Do you have the light remote out there? Um, I'm playing with my dolls and I'm and I'm camping with my camper and and I'm pretending it's night. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're playing in your playroom? No, I'm playing I was. So they was packing up in the playroom, and then I went upstairs. Okay, so you brought your camper and stuff upstairs? Okay. Well, just turn the big bright light on and watch your movie that we got you, babe. But I'm pretending it's um, a night. Okay, well, you, you don't have to pretend, because it is night. But you shouldn't be scared, babe. I'm right here. Mommy's downstairs, but I gotta record my show, okay? I'm hungry too. What? I'm hungry too. You're hungry too? Okay. Uh, let me go get her something to eat, and then I'll, uh, I'll be back on in a few minutes. And next up, uh, we get, uh, Yet another masterpiece, Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> so, Magic Square. So, remind me about these guys. Weren't these guys making Legends stuff? I guess I don't even remember. Yeah. What else yeah. they make? Yeah, I think they were doing Legends uh, scale. Oh yeah, Magic Square, the the Ultra Magnus, Beachcomber, mm-hmm. and Sea Spray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. So this will be their first uh, full-size figure, it looks like. And, uh, yeah, absolutely not needed whatsoever. It looks clean. It's very animation accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bulky, in my opinion. I mean, I think the the new Masterpiece, the, the version 3.0, has the proportions a little more correct, in my opinion, but... 
Yeah. You know what's interesting is the uh, if you look at the smokestacks when he's in robot mode, they look a little bit short. And then if you look in alt mode, they look a lot taller. So I don't know if it's those smokestacks are actually extendable, kind yeah. of like an antenna. I, what, but. That's what I would assume. And the weird thing, doesn't the the back part of the in the alt mode, doesn't that look a little odd, like oh, where God. the trailer would hook? It looks way too bulky. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm like. I guess I should have looked here. G1 Optimate. Maybe, maybe that's more screen accurate. Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Let's see. G1. I mean, I just I just don't know how they can compete with uh, you know with the 3.0 MP. The official, you know, right around the corner, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things where you always, you're always just curious. Did they just have this in the works, and you know, now they are kind of stuck and have to mm-hmm. release it, you know, yep. or lose a ton of money on it. Yep, could be. But... Oh well. Yeah, I can't even find a cartoon one without the trailer on it to see because you never know maybe maybe sometimes they are being brilliant and and doing something that takara or hasbro isn't but yeah Yeah, it could just be the way that they're taking the picture that's all yeah exactly but yeah easy pass with 3.0 coming out you know i think i think that's what everybody's kind of anticipating and what everybody will wait to spend their money on, you know. Uh, let's see. Next up, uh, Mythic Legions in stock sale, November twenty sixth. So, if you're a Four Horsemen fan, i.e., a Masters of the Universe sculptors slash DC Universe sculptors fan. Uh, they finally have delivered on their Mythic Legions 2.0 Kickstarter, which was a year and a half in the making. I've, I received my figures, and I'm very excited about them. I had forgotten how expensive they were. <laughs> wow. Wow. Very, very yeah. expensive, um, but loving them. Uh, I got Boreor, which is uh, a boar guy. And then I got the Army Builder, which is the uh, female orc. And they both are just absolutely amazing resealable collector packaging that I love that they do. Um, but yeah, just just expensive uh they were at new jersey comic-con this weekend and uh had a shop set up there i saw uh brian brink the brinkalizer had posted something like when you skip the all-in option on the kickstarter and then end up just buying all of them at a toy show and he literally Mm. had like 15 different figures at 40 bucks a piece so yeah yeah, not cheap but 
amazing toys you know like you say it it depends on what you're going for are you going for quantity or quality and uh in brian's case he's going for both it looks like yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah if you're interested in picking some of these up uh november 26th uh and something to be aware of that it is kind of mattel style some of this stuff will sell out in the first few minutes so they they put a very specific time, which I don't see that they've set here, um, but they will have a very specific time. Go to sourcehorseman.com. That's their blog where you can kind of keep up when this things when these things are going to get released uh, to take a look at this, and then. Uh, also coming up is a pre-order or possible Kickstarter for what they're currently referring to as Mythic Legion Horses Wave, which will include both horses and riders. We've already revealed the mighty and demonic Ariather and his fiery steed, which they showed off at a con a few months ago. And we think you're going to like the way the rest of the wave is coming together. We'll have more information and images to reveal as we get closer to the beginning date of the pre-order slash possible Kickstarter, in which we're planning for late winter, early spring of 2019. So, uh easily the best indie toy company out there in my opinion at least so doing amazing shit uh disney black series exclusives are available so if you're a uh a star wars bounty hunter guy or gal uh, the Black Series 6-inch six, six Zuckus is now available via, via Shop Disney. Uh, this also has the battle-damaged Phasma with Baton, and then the one I was kind of interested in, again, holding off to see if they're going to do some kind of Black Friday deal where it's 20% off everything and free shipping or something. They have the battle-damaged uh, original trilogy Stormtrooper with blast effects. Uh, so yeah, all of those things that were originally going to be uh, Toys R Us exclusives are now available on ShopDisney.com. Take a look at the show notes. And you can order those right now. Uh, 25 bucks for the Zuckus, 25 bucks for the Stormtrooper, and then Phasma is only 20 bucks currently. And what's up next here? Mondo Skeletor is available. Uh, so this is the uh, one six scale Skeletor. He man, he man was put up previously. Now you can pre-order the Skeletor, and yeah, just yeesh. even the face that comes with it kind of looks squished. I know what they're kind of going for, but just not really digging this. Um, we've seen the figures with the vintage uh, heads on them. And those don't look right, so I don't know. It, I think you got to be kind of a specific kind of collector. Maybe all you collect is He-Man, so there's not much out there for you to buy, and this is what you're really interested in. But I think for the average collector, this is kind of a easy pass. Looks like the uh, looks like his jaw is articulated. 
Yeah, and that and that is really cool. I do like that. Um, something I'll, it also comes with lots of different accessories. Uh, so you get like a cartoony sword and then you get a, uh, a comic series sword. And then the one thing that I actually really love because I love goofy ass shit like this is it comes with the little dog thing from the, uh, He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. Oh, okay. like, <laughs> like to me, that's like that's like one of the main points of buying this is because it comes with that little dog. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, again, not for a hundred and sixty bucks. You know, maybe if everything was executed perfectly, it might be a to buy. But you know, I I think you've got to be looking past some of these. I mean, the skeleton, I get it. It, it it's kind of more of a human uh, aspect ratio. You know, things are more in relationship to a human. Uh, but still, it still kind of looks oblong and a little goofy to me. Uh, a approximately masterpiece, uh, The Last Night Megatron is being released by Unique Toys. So another one of those third-party companies venturing into the movie verse here uh, looks pretty good. Uh, to me, the proportions are a little off, and maybe just because I haven't seen the movie in that long, and I'm kind of basing them off of what the Hasbro toy was. But legs look a little big. The head looks a little big. I don't even remember it transforming. Did, was he a spaceship? He he was kind of he was kind of looked like Cyclonus. I mean, the okay. All I mean, but, that's what that's yeah. what they're going for here. I just didn't realize that he was actually like a spacecraft. I didn't I didn't even realize that. Yeah, and I and I think it's like literally like a second in the movie. Oh, okay. That's, that's kinda, uh, yeah, because I don't remember it at all. <laughs> yeah, and and again, it's been so long since I've seen it. I know I bought I bought the Voyager because that was to me a really good representation of them. Uh, one of the uh, one of the Chinese KOs did an upscale version of the Voyager with added articulation and that kind of thing. So that kind of tells you, or tells me at least, that the Voyager was one of the closest you know, most screen mm -hmm. accurate. Uh, this ship here looks a little anorexic, in my opinion. It's got skinny wings, skinny, you know, cockpit area, whatever you call that. Uh, but yeah, again, kind of an easy pass, especially because it says, um, what does it say here? A figure is approximately MP scale, which means it's not MP scale. It means it's right. probably like an inch shorter than MP scale, you know? So, or it could be, you know, really tall. Oh, that's be, true. It could that's go true. the other way around and it, <laughs> yeah. it may not scale with anything. Because <laughs> yeah. unique, unique Toys is known for making large figures, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I didn't even think about that, that it could be the opposite. That's just right. bigger than everything in your collection. Well. <laughs> exactly. 
let's see. Uh, Hoth Black Series exclusive. So this was originally an exclusive for the UK convention. Uh, was available on uh, Entertainment Earth. Pre-sold out in two days on there. Um, which was kind of surprising to me. Uh, it kind of speaks to that there might be a low run. Uh, the What we're leaking, linking to here is that it's available on a site called Megalopolis. And this is uh, a relatively newer online retailer that is going all in. They're, uh, they're going like... Uh, they're going... Uh, kind of a big bad toy store route and offering tons and tons of stuff. This might make a uh, Lotus happy. They have what they call white glove shipping. Yes, where they're not touching, I mean, touching your stuff with their oily, greasy hands. Well, no, it doesn't mean that because Amazon has white glove shipping. Like if you buy a TV or something. Oh, do they? Yeah. It just means that it's like from, it's like right to your door kind of a thing. I mean, at least for big purchases, that's a standard term, but interesting. I don't know how they would, I don't know how they would equate that to action figures, but yeah. Um, I, I love this exclusive. I was kind of sad that I missed the pre-order on entertainment earth, especially because, uh, if you were a wholesale customer, this thing was only 40 bucks a piece and you only had to buy two of them. So I would have done that. Um, but yeah, again, just not a big pre-order hawk nowadays for obvious reasons uh but i love this packaging you see how that works like where it has the frosted like clear packaging that opens Mm -hmm. up um really digging that uh again pre-order is sold out on entertainment earth but most of your normal retailers they did offer it for wholesale so most of your normal retailers like brian toys has it up for just 10 bucks over entertainment earth had it for 50 uh megalopolis has it for 58 uh brian's toys has it for 59.99 of course tack on the 99 on everything um i'm waiting for it to hit big bad toy store because if it hits there and it can be included in my pile of loot it, it'll be about the same price as I could have gotten it on Entertainment Earth. And they haven't posted anything yet. So I assume it'll hit there. Uh, thing that makes this interesting, we've talked about this before, the Hoth Leia is uh, available via individual pack. But what makes this kind of exclusive is it has a brown coat Han instead of the blue coat that we got with the Tauntaun a couple years ago. Again, I'm just a packaging nerd. God, they get me with these packaging shit all the time, you know. <laughs> if I if I didn't give a shit about the packaging, I'd have no need for this exclusive, but I love that packaging. Um, and then new fans toys. So at the third party panel at TFCon, we saw the announcement of the uh oh wow. Did that Oh, okay. I thought the Road King or the 
Motormaster sold out. It's just lower in the page than it was when I did these show notes. Uh, so if you uh, don't remember, Fans Toys is uh, doing a MP-scaled Superion and uh, Stunicons. And so they're uh, Motormaster and, God, not Silverbolt. Or is it Silverbolt? Yeah. Is it silver? Okay. So the, the main guys of the Stunicons and the Aerial Bots are available right now. 180 a piece on those, which is, whew, that's pricey. Pricey, pricey. Well, uh, I mean, I think that's, I think that's kind of in line with, you know, the lead, the main character right i mean yeah i mean i guess because it's always going to be a larger it's going to be always going to be a larger figure for the center bot right yeah it's going to be twice the size easy Mm -hmm. usually um i think i'm just i'm i'm like sucked into that zeta trap of oh yeah 130 for the big bot and 60 for the other ones yeah but but Zeta's yeah. the only one that, that did that. Nobody else. Fansoys has never been on yeah. that low end. You that, know? That's exactly right. That's I mean that uh the the Fansoys uh Cyclonus, the quietest, was what it was like over a hundred, hundred and sixty, hundred and seventy. Yeah. Yeah, it's one sixty right now, and then, uh, and then uh, I think we talked about it in the last show, but they also have Jabber up there and mm-hmm. uh, yeah and that that looks really really good i yeah. mean i know we talked about it but i mean fans toys they just they do a good job you yeah. know i mean they do a good job it's you know you're going to be getting a quality figure um you know and you know yes it is going to be it's this tune aesthetic so it's very very basic now but mm-hmm. you know hey these characters look like they popped off the uh, cartoon yep yeah, I think they're kind of like <laughs> MMC. If you want to just be like, hey, I am loyal to this company, it, Fans Toys is one of those companies you can't go wrong with, in my opinion. You know, Again, I don't think anybody should just buy anything a company releases. You should be more particular, but hey. Um, all right. Uh, what we got? Well, we know what you got, right? Or was that something you've had for a while and just did a video of? Uh, no, that uh, that I received. Um, I actually received it last month. It took me uh, a long time to, to kind of unbox. And um, $3,000 later. <laughs> I was going to ask you, but, well, I wasn't going to ask you, but I'm glad you volunteered. <laughs> It cost yeah. me. It cost, so so so. What I got is a statue from Singapore uh, from a company called XM Studios. They're the ones um, that you can't get here, right? Like you. Yeah, they don't have a license. You know, yeah. like you can't go to Sideshow and just order them. They don't have a license to sell their their Marvel characters in the uh, in North America. So. You know, buy from Singapore. Uh, these boxes were the largest boxes. Um, it was over 120 pounds of weight. Oh, jeez. Uh, came in two two boxes that looked like mini refrigerators. <laughs> I paid $924 to ship oh, those boxes for, for both boxes. Um, so we add that on top of the $2,100 price tag that I paid U.S. dollars. It was 2850 SGD. Which is Singapore dollars for the statue, but with the conversion rate, you know, it's uh, you get about a dollar thirty 
um, you know, per Singapore dollar, you know, so you get a little bit of break on the conversion, but you got to pay that hefty shipping, you know, and these, like I said, these boxes, like Ghost Rider, the XM Studios Ghost Rider, that was the largest box that I've ever received from, from them. And this was like box. These boxes were larger than Ghost Rider's box. And we're talking two, two, two boxes. Yeah. And you think they would give you a price break, but no, it doesn't. It's, it's literally everything these days is volume. So if it, if it takes up, you know, you know, whatever it takes up, you a know, their fridge worth of airplane space. To, exactly. Airplane. Yeah. Cause it's, you know, it's a four day ship. I mean, it's, it's amazing. You're buying this airplane <laughs> ticket and it, it's, a, you can, you track it live and it's, it's just amazing how fast it moves through, you know, all the customs uh, spots and all that, you know, but uh, yeah. So yeah, I got that. And uh, you know, it's, uh, took me about a week or so just to kind of make the video, that video, which is 26 minutes long, literally took me a whole week of just putting shots together and, and editing and, and trying to, I did a step-by-step assembly. So it was just very, very detailed. Um, and I kind of talked about, you know, parts of the install that I kind of got stuck at. And I just want to make people understand, you know, so, you know, there's uh, not a lot of videos out there for installing these things or putting these things together. So the instruction manual is all there, but there's definitely like little things you have to do that's not explained, you know, in the instruction manual. So, yeah, and like I say, I with Hasbro toys, Hasbro Transformers and stuff, I I muddle my way through it, even the Studio series. Like I just try to like move stuff, but third party, I make sure I watch transformation videos from people I trust. Like I can't even imagine how meticulous I would be with something at that price point. I'd be watching like eight different videos of it. Well, that, and that's and the like problem you say, there's none. The problem, right? yeah. The problem is there's there's just not enough videos out there because the 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 statue just started shipping. So I was like one of the first ones to have it. But mm. um, so you know, by the time when I got it last month, there was only two other people that had YouTube videos up. Now oh. I think I'm I'm like I think I'm like number seven on the list. But um, out of all those videos, still nobody has a by step assembly. So you know, hopefully I can help some other people out. Um, I already got a, you know, I got a thank you. I just posted it this morning. So, I mean, I got a thank you on it already. So, um, you know, if I can help someone out, you know, then, uh, it, it makes it worth it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's it. it uh, now I wish I would have watched it before the show. Now, now I'm like, as soon as the show's over, I'm going to go watch it because yeah, I, I even saw those boxes and I was like, is that, two boxes for the same statue or is he just showing the main box on top of a secondary box of something else yeah Yeah, that's incredible that is uh now that i'm unemployed that is my toy budget for the year in one piece (laughs) (laughs) quality over quantity man it's there's something to be said for it it's it's not it's not i don't know it's just it's you know it's wherever you are in collecting you know i mean we talk about this a lot on we talk a little bit you know on each show about kind of you know how we are evolving in our collecting you know 
if you know i've i've bought voltron how, however many times i've bought these transformers however many times you know and this whole statue thing i just i've never experienced it before so mm-hmm. you know i mean I, I mean now obviously i haven't i've been doing it for a few years now but you know it's just uh it's interesting and and just like third party when you go from company to company to company every company has a different you know has a different way of putting their their statues together they have a different quality and it just takes time to kind of find you know what is the company that is doing the best stuff so xm studios is just on the top you know i've i've bought everything else i've bought sideshow i've i've done it all you know so but uh yeah it's uh it's interesting and we don't concern ourselves too much with resale value on this show. It's more appreciation. But uh, some of your past XM Studio statues, because they have to be imported, because you pay such a hefty price for shipping, uh, does that make them more valuable on the secondary market? I mean, do you have yeah. stuff that if you were to resell it today, you would easily recoup that cost plus, you know, profit, blah, blah, blah. Or because it's statues and people are so picky and so afraid to get a chipped piece here or there or whatever, does that lower that secondary market value? You know, say that statue five years from now is going to be $5,000, right? Would they just not blink at that because they know that that's what something of that quality of that size is going to go for. If it's a, you know, if it's a, if it's an XM collector, then they're not going to, it's, it's just, it's part of the whole thing. So if it's an XM collector and they're in the United States, they know there's no other way to get it except secondary market. So an XM collector would rather actually purchased from someone in the, in the States because they know at least they'd be protected they would have, you know, yeah, they, you they would have the all the protections, insurances. Yeah. It's it's easy to ship, you know, shipping in between the states. Even even if they are large boxes, you're talking maybe a hundred bucks, you yeah. know, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it, the price is the price. And the price is always amalgamated with shipping. Yeah. And it yeah. always goes up, right? It never goes well, down. I mean, I'm not going to say it always goes up. It, it, it depends on how fast you would want to sell that piece. Yeah. You know, do you want to dump it, you know, or do you want to, you want to let it ride? I yeah. mean, it, the stuff will sell. Um, but is uh, it, is it kind of like hot toy? I mean, like hot toys are almost it's, guaranteed. Like it's just a like year hot- from now, a hot toys will go for almost double what it went for at retail, right? No, you're not going to see, you're not going to see because you're, you're, you're talking three to four hot toys in one statue. Yeah. Okay. The price is so high to begin with. Exactly. It's not going to double in price in that short of time. Okay. So I mean, I can buy, yeah, I can buy four hot toys for one statue, you know, four, $300, you know, hot toys for mm-hmm. one statue. So, yeah, you're not going to get double. I mean, you, you'll you'll get your money back with shipping and everything. You'll get your mm-hmm. money back, but you probably aren't going to make more than maybe you know hundred 
$200 more, okay. you know, because you're, you're already at such a high price point. Yeah, now, if it's exactly. If, like the Hulkbuster was a, basically a, a comic uh, convention exclusive. So the Hulkbuster is going to be something that for one, people are not going to ever want to pay that shipping. So, or they're going to be scared to actually import it, even though XM Studios has an awesome bulletproof packaging, you know, that they, that they have, um, you know, so I think that is the Hulkbuster is, is a very rare. I think it's going to be rare. I don't think you're going to see many actually in the United States. Mm. So yeah, so that might that made up its value a little bit. But yeah, I see exactly what you're saying is is it's a high barrier entry, which doesn't mean hey, it's going to be fucking super lucrative to buy three of them and sit on them but oh no as no, a, you would never you yeah would never do but as statue, a collector statue collectors don't buy doubles i mean yeah. unless you're unless you're you know a, a gazillionaire or something you know i mean <laughs> I, I don't i don't even know why you would want to because just like with anything there is there's statues that are coming out every single day you know mm-hmm. so um there's always going to be the next, you know, next character or the next rendition of something. So the cool thing about, about XM that I like as well as the, the, the addition size is always capped at nine, nine, nine. So there's never, they will never make more than nine, nine, nine. And in some cases they will make some cases, they'll just make 500, but they will never exceed nine, nine, nine. Whereas in sideshow, like Thanos on throne was a huge deal sideshow. And that piece does look really nice. I mean, that's definitely a nice piece, but in all due respect, that piece is also a $1,299 us price point. So it's an expensive statue to begin with on sideshow and people balked at the price and uh but it it actually uh the the exclusive edition sold out super fast and now the collector's edition which is the standard variant that doesn't have the special face it's still 12.99 they have like a 5,000 edition size on like 5,000 pieces something crazy Um, and i think the exclusive edition was exclusive to 2,500 so you're just talking a massive amount of statues, you know, for one character. And it just doesn't make it feel special, you know? Yeah. So. That's exactly right. Crazy. All right. Well, let's get into some more uh, normal people, what we got here. <laughs> um, let's see. I took advantage of. Uh, Target's uh, sale here and uh, bought some things that I had bought before and then bought some things that I haven't bought before. Uh, I did, like I spoke about on the last episode, I did go ahead and pick up that uh, Bumblebee retro cassette pack, which I'm very uh, happy with. So this uh, came with the Rumble and the uh, not Laserbeak What's the other one? The yellow one? Jesus um, uh, Buzzsaw. Yeah, Buzzsaw, yeah. Yeah. So I uh, came with the... Oh, crazy. I didn't even see this. I'm looking at the packaging. They call the blue one Frenzy. Oh, okay. So, uh, Hasbro making a statement on the RIB versus BRI or whatever it is. <laughs> FIB. 
and then uh and then it has the uh howaback uh which is kind of cool which is the blue uh blue ravage um haven't opened it yet it looks like the bumblebee that comes with it is a one-step change yeah it is a one-step changer it says uh but excited about that that i got this $30 exclusive thing for um for about 19 bucks after all said and done um uh one thing i also picked up was the uh marvel versus capcom uh, gamer verse is what they're calling it. So this is the uh, super articulated Ryu from uh, Street Fighter V, which I'm really digging. It comes with the Hadouken, uh, mm-hmm. uh, or the is that what they fucking call it? Yeah, that's that's what it's called. Yep. Yeah. The so I got that. Uh, oh, and by, talking about talking about Street Fighter, those uh, I was looking at the Black Friday ad for Walmart, and they uh, they're going to have those one up arcade machines for two forty nine. If anybody interested, oh, those four hundred dollar ones. No, they're only two ninety nine. Oh, okay. The three hundred. Oh, the three quarter size are. Yeah, they're only three quarter. They're really tiny, and I, I was I sat down at one um, at the uh, Think Geek store, and yeah, it's it's really really tiny. But. Okay. Yeah, I, I I was trying to turn my friend on to it. His wife is a Galaga fan, and uh, was wondering if that might work well in their little gamer room, but. Uh, I haven't been able to sit down at one, so that's it's really small and like okay. like to fit two humans in like at a Street Fighter one. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Mm. It's just uncomfortable because it's literally like twenty inches wide. Like it's it's like a twenty inch monitor. Uh, okay. Yeah, and you no, have the joysticks yeah, right next to each other. Exactly. Yeah, I think I saw that. It's a. A 19-inch LCD. Yeah. yeah. And that's the, that's like the width of the cabinet. So it's like super uncomfortable. Uh, Rock, you need to chime in. Rock bought uh, one of those custom cabinets. Well, he's I, got a real one. Yeah. He's got a yeah, full size. Full size. Yeah. I, I'm curious if his has uh, two-player. Like if it has two sets of... I know, I know when I looked at it, it... it because one of the things I was curious about, it has the eight buttons because mm-hmm. it's made to play like any any ROM, whether it be PlayStation or vintage or whatever. Right. Um, but I'm curious, Rock, let us know if yours has uh, two sets because that's what I'd be curious about. Um, let's see. I also picked up a God of War 4 Kratos. That was half off on their clearance uh, I also, uh, really, one of the best figures NECA's put out in a long time. We got uh, toe articulation here. We have double elbows, double knees on here. Um, took me forever to figure out how the scabbard shield worked on him, but it, it looks great. Again, amazing paint on this guy. Uh, originally 25 bucks. They have a lot of their video game figures right now on clearance for uh, half off or more. So I was able to grab him. 
one of the big things that I wasn't going to mention if Mrs. McFavorite was on, but she's not on right now, I got the Rogue One ATACT. So this is the ridiculous uh, app-controlled Bluetooth uh, ADAT from Rogue uh-huh. One. This thing was 300 bucks. When is that it the came one with out. the the orange doors that Vern didn't like? Yeah, yeah, okay. the little cargo doors. Yeah, uh, at my Gordman's, and uh, some people are saying even in my same area here, Gordon, they were saying it's still seventy bucks at their Gordman's. Uh, a Gordman's by my house had this thing for fifty bucks, so I couldn't pass it up. I went and picked that up this week. Uh, it's got the. Uh, ADAT or ATACT driver, uh, the Evil R2D2, and uh, Jen or so. Again, all the five point of articulation figures, but um, 50 bucks, I couldn't pass it up. I'll, I'll open it sometime closer to the holidays. That'll be kind of my uh, Christmas gift to myself. Um, and then the two other splurges I had was the Walgreens uh, General Veers Black Series and the Walgreens Power of the Primes Retgar that I said I was going to pick up on the last show. I picked those up. Uh, they had a points pro, uh, points promotion where basically the Retgar came out to fourteen bucks and the Veers came out to seventeen bucks. So I picked up those two exclusives as well. Uh, So yeah, taking advantage of sales. Again, shouldn't actually be buying toys, but uh, still am. It's still an addiction. Um, And like I say, with the Retgar, you got to have fucking Junkions, right? It doesn't matter what they look like, all the different configurations, the more Junkions, the better. The the TV or the movie had, you know, tons of different kinds of Junkions. So even though this one's called Rekgar, it's just going to be a different Junkion motorcycle for other Junkions to ride. But that's what I got. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad Miss McFavorite is not on, so I was able to actually say everything that I got. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, didn't see any listener feedback or questions. Did you see anybody post to Facebook or anything? No, no post. No worries. Uh, all right. Let's wrap this bitch up with some grab bag. First up, Star Wars Lego All-Star Shorts. Uh, this is going to start playing music. Uh, these have been okay, so the the full episodes haven't started airing, at least, as far as I know. Uh, these are just the two-and-a-half-minute shorts, two-and-a-half to three-minute shorts. Uh, looks like, and, and this is either good or bad, the way you look at it, it looks like Roger, one of the battle droids that we, we talked about on the last episode, is going to be kind of the glue that links all these little shorts together. So this, you know, this is the guy that says, Roger, Roger, you know, kind of Mm. thing. But they're giving him more of a personality here. Um, It's Kitty. You know, it's Lego. 
you know, so it's that same kind of humor, same kind of funny. Um, All Stars drives me a little crazy, just like some of the other Lego stuff has, because it uh, puts all of the characters together. So it literally has, uh, like, Han Solo, origin story Han Solo, with, like, somebody from the original trilogy and stuff like that. So it it's mixing all the timelines, it's mixing all the characters, which maybe some people have no problem with. It drives me a little crazy. If you're at all familiar with the Lego Star Wars stuff, this is pretty common. Uh, they're calling it All-Stars, basically, so they can just combine everybody from every fiction of Star Wars that's out there right now. Um, there's about eight, eight, two and a half minute to three minute episodes right now on YouTube. If you want to take a look, I've linked to the YouTube, uh, playlist. It looks like, uh, and I'm like, really? You're, you're a media company and you haven't gotten this right. It looks like the playlist is in reverse order. So if you add the playlist and start watching it, you're actually watching it from, newest to oldest so i would suggest watching the teaser trailer and then watching it in the right order but so be it (laughs) um so we we had this discussion with mark uh do you do one i i'm sure i've asked you this before and i just don't know do you game at all do you have a gaming console no i mean i have uh, the little Super NES Mini, and oh, I have gosh. the NES Mini, and, you know, I kind of wish I didn't even buy those, honestly. They just sit there. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I mean, it's just nostalgia, you yeah. know? It's just, it's a waste of money. 200 bucks just sitting there, you know? But no, no Xbox or PS4 or anything? Nope. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I used to do it. I used to be excited, you know, like I, you know, I bought a PlayStation back in the day, you know, an original PS1 and then I bought a PS2. Um, I used to mod PlayStations. Um, then I bought a PS3, the fat, you know, and I mean, I, I don't know. I I never really did anything with them. I mean, I, I bought games, you know, I would play, I play games for a little while. I get frustrated and I just, I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I I really nowadays, I just, because I'm a a Redbox legendary member, I get tons of promotions. So uh, any game I play on a modern console nowadays is a free one night rental from Redbox. And then I wait five weeks and then get another free one and rent it again, you know, so I feel you. I'm the same way. But, I mean, I was more into the modding, like when the original Xbox came out, the the you know the original, the first one. Uh-huh. I mean, that was just super fun to me because you know I was really into the whole modding scene and you know, just doing all kinds of stuff with it, you know. So, but as far as playing the games, no. <laughs> but I'll I'll mod your system. I'll, <laughs> solder, I'll solder away. <laughs> 
Um, Transformers, a new designer interview. So this is kind of cool. This guy was a designer actually for Takara Tomy. Uh, he's from Australia. Uh, worked on some of the uh, early movie Bumblebees as well as animated Bumblebee. And then if uh, you click into the interview, uh, he's actually doing a lot of the MMC stuff. So uh, some of the uh, Ocular Max, like Azalea, was his design, as well as uh, the cassettes, uh, the new, like, full-size, I forget what the what the subline is, but the full-size cassettes that mm-hmm. transform into MP scale uh, laser beaks and stuff like that. Uh, he's done. Uh, really cool just to kind of get his... This is from an engineering blog, or, a, or I guess a design slash engineering blog. Uh, so really gets his... He's one of those upper echelon people, like, I don't know if uh, a lot of people have worked in uh, corporate America. When you get up into the high end of of corporate America, you get people that have visions, you know, they have a concept, they have an idea that they want to carry through. It's not just executing technology for the sake of executing technology they try to relate it to things they try to they try to make an art of it and that's what i kind of appreciated from this is this guy is it shows tons of his uh hand sketches and things like this uh talks about how he's not talking about transformation as a utility but transformation as an art and it it may seem kind of frou-frou, hipster kind of stuff, but um, I think as you get into the upper echelons uh, of careers, whether it be, you know, uh, uh, landscape engineering, or it, it is, you know, uh, maintenance engineering, you know, you really see things as more as a whole it, things have more meaning it's not just like how quick can i get this replaced it's how elegant can i make the solution that kind of thing and that's what i thought this was i that's why i thought this article was really cool so uh if you're interested in kind of seeing the engineering aspects of things uh taking it kind of the, to that next level and you're not too opposed to kind of a hipster point of view in my opinion i think this was a great uh, a great article i don't think it's a hipster point of view i mean you know he would be perfect to work for apple yeah exactly you know yeah. i mean have you ever seen the, the 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 macbook pro like the one that you're working on take a look at the uh, internal pictures of what that thing looks like i mean the inside of it looking at the circuit board and how they have everything laid out is, is just a work of art. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if they had clear cases for these things, it's just, it's beautiful on how the circuits look, the, you know, the, the flow of the, the fans, the way they have, I mean, you know, it's all about the design. And that's one thing that Steve Jobs always said, you know, it's uh, his dad was a carpenter, 
And so, you know, not his dad taught him that it's not just, you know, the, the outside of the cabinet that you're making, but it's also, you know, how the, the, the dovetail connections on how you, you know, on how you interlace two pieces of wood, you know, that right there is an art form, yeah. you know? And so if someone looks on the inside of that cabinet, they're going to say, wow, that's really amazing how this was actually assembled. So, and that philosophy has just filtered, you know, through Apple the whole, all these years. Yeah. So yeah, this guy, this guy, I mean, looks, looks normal to me, you know? Yeah. And, and I feel the same way. If you've been doing your job a long time, you should be looking at the art of it as opposed to just how it gets done. And, and that's really kind of my outlook on how, how I perceive what I do. It's, it's not just getting the job done. It's how you do it. So I agree. Uh, Masters of the Universe Bloodline Trilogy. This is an extremely interesting uh, grab bag here. So this Bloodline Trilogy is an unofficial Masters of the Universe book series. It's a- available for free download. These are not just you know, like little short stories. First one's 219 pages. Next one's 242 pages. And the last one is 439 pages. Um, all by the same author. Again, this is an unofficial uh, kind of fanfic books. That's a trilogy that is that is almost a thousand pages long and then uh what what even brought this to my attention is that mad duck which we've talked about constantly because there's not a lot of grab bag news for masters of the universe uh are doing official releases of the of the book cover art so I just thought that was a really interesting paradigm, right? That the yeah. the books are unofficial, but the artwork done for the books are now licensed. Mm. You know? And it's... Granted, it's not really uh, my favorite art. It looks great. You know, maybe some people this really strikes a note with them. Um, we've got, uh, Keldor and Evil Lynn on the first one. Keldor's looking good. Uh, then we have a, a Horde versus Skeletor kind of, uh, artwork on the next one. And then we have, uh, uh, kind of like a King, King He-Man, you know, older one with a She-Ra, uh, outlook on that uh again not my favorite artwork nothing that i would invest in uh but again it's really kind of crazy how the books are unofficial but for some reason the artwork used for the books became official so i i just really appreciated this paradigm and and suggest you take a look at them in the show notes and uh, maybe you read the books and, and you want to invest in these official posters. You know, maybe it's something you really get into. 
again, I have next to no time to read, so the, the books are something I'm not going to be reading anytime soon, but just kind of an interesting paradigm for the collecting world. Cool. Uh, G.I. Joe, of course, the only news yet again <laughs> is uh, G.I. Joe Snake Eyes live action movie moved into production. Uh, they haven't picked a director or any cast or anything like that, but it's just officially in the pre-production stage. Uh, has been, it looks like, furthermore, the title has been revised from just Snake Eyes to G.I. Joe colon Snake Eyes, which I kind of figured that would be the case. But uh, uh, in order to avoid confumous confusion with the famous oh i totally forgot about the necklace cage movie called snake eyes but oh yeah uh but yeah no real news besides that it's just been moved into production so wah, wah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor gi <laughs> joe man i yeah the the collectors club has the final 12 coming up it has some pre-orders that it needs to announce and stuff like that but it looks like there's not a hard date on those like there was with the transformers stuff so they're either kind of taking their time or hasbro's allowing them to take their time because again we haven't wasn't hascon supposed to come up in 2019 Mm, yeah i guess so i don't remember yeah and we haven't heard any news from that yet or not but supposedly uh there's still 12 more exclusive figures coming out from the gi joe collectors club uh that we haven't heard anything about since joe con back in june uh so yeah Unfortunately, G.I. Joe is the redheaded stepchild of Open Your Toys, with uh, Masters not being far behind. I mean, what? We had three Masters stories, two Masters stories this whole show. So, so does that mean that, you know, when all of the toy lines die, the show's over? <laughs> no way. We will keep going forever. Even for it, I'm not gonna. I'm not talking about poop stuff anymore. <laughs> no, that's even, not for me. Even for a ten minute podcast that says, "Hey, what are you drinking?" Oh, okay. Is there any Masters, GI Joe, Transformers, or Star Wars news? No. Okay. <laughs> no, that as we've seen, you know, based on the last the shows in the last year, Transformers and Star Wars aren't going anywhere. They're going to keep milking that shit for years and years and years to come. So, but motherfuckers, we will see your asses sooner rather than later, or later rather than sooner. Peace. <laughs>
شدید